avoid common injuries in your everyday life? What are the best first aid techniques? How do you keep your home, workplace, and family safe? Welcome to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Today, he'll discuss best practices to help you steer clear of hazards, prevent injuries, and accidents. Now, here is Todd Murray. Welcome. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice. Your host here, Todd Murray. Hope you made it a nice, safe uh, week. So, you're here with Safety is Your First Choice, and today... As you guys know, uh, I've done the show for a few weeks now, so kind of getting used to the uh, format. And uh, a couple of things came up, uh, came to mind. I, uh, as you guys know, I have three children, and uh, they're they're all in uh, sports. And uh, my oldest, my daughter, she ended up getting a, an ankle injury. So I started thinking about it and, and how uh, I played sports uh, all through my life up until. That uh, TMB set in, which too many birthdays, but uh, we won't talk about that part of it. Well, throughout my, uh, I've had multiple injuries, uh, as as I've mentioned before in previous episodes. I I played football at Michigan State, and uh, so uh, during my career at Michigan State, I actually had uh, two ACL surgeries. Yeah, so I I don't think I did it right the first time, so I decided to go back and get another ACL surgery. Right. Um, so I am real familiar with injuries. I also at Michigan State studied uh, kinesiology, uh, so sports medicine type uh, knowledge. So learning about the body mechanisms, how it works, and and the muscles and tendons and ligaments and all that good stuff. So I kind of understood a little bit about what was going on in my body when uh, when I had an injury, and it kind of helped when. When I had an athletic trainer come to me and, and tell me exactly what was going on, uh, I had an idea, you know, okay, well, you know, that fits with this and this does this. And, you know, if I do this, that's going to help that. And uh, so I had a little bit of inside knowledge. And as everyone knows with, uh, with the show, what we try to do is bring in experts, people that have studied whatever it is we're, we're talking about or what other whatever, uh, topic we're, we're going to discuss, and uh, give us the inside information. Give us those uh, answers to questions we don't know to ask, right? So I felt like I was in that type of position when I'd go through and get, uh, when I got my injuries, okay? So I, uh, I dealt with those injuries and, and got to this point. And, you know, being a firefighter, I've had multiple injuries as well. I, uh, one of the first, well, actually maybe uh, back in May, we ended up getting a, a call first thing in the morning. Uh, we do our shift change at eight. Uh, we we do sleep at the fire station. We work forty-eight hour shifts. A lot of people don't think that we we sleep when we we go to the station. We do we do sleep if we're not getting calls. So the tones went off at six o'clock in the morning. Jumped up, ran to the truck. Uh, it was a, t- a two car or two vehicle rollover with one person trapped. So we, uh, we were the second truck on, on scene. Well, we got to the scene, and uh, because there's a vehicle on it rolled over, uh, and we're an engine company, we were, were required to grab a hose line. So I had my junior firefighter, asked him to, to pull a line or get turned out, put on his fire gear, and uh, I would go 
pull the hose line for them to get positioned to help cover in case something took place with those vehicles. So we had some type of protection or help with that. Well, in the process of doing so, I ended up uh, tearing a gastroc muscle in my uh, calf, my left calf. So it's a real bad calf strain or partial tear. And uh, I, all I could think of when I was pulling that line when that happened was don't fall to the ground. There's got to be people watching me, and I didn't want to get embarrassed. <laughs> so <laughs> I did everything that I could to get that hose line out and then uh, hobbled to the back of the truck to let my captain know, hey, I'm, I'm injured. I'm, I'm, I, can't, I, I can't walk. Uh, needless to say, went MRIs and, and different things like that, and, and it, was, it was confirmed. It was, it was a tear, and I was off the truck for a while. Well, in that process, I was able to and was required to get some uh, physical therapy. So here I am again, um, not playing sports, just doing my job, which is a little bit vigorous, you know, a little bit more than maybe an office job, obviously, but um, it's something that I feel like I should still be able to do and uh, injured myself and needed to, uh, to get some help there. Uh, and that's what led me to this uh, between my injuries and seeing my daughter. You know, she plays volleyball, and uh, it's kind of funny. When she called to tell me that she got hurt, she started it off with, Hey, Dad, it was the best spike I ever made. <laughs> and then I'll subsequently finish it with, But I rolled my ankle on the way down. You know? So injuries happen. And so I started thinking about that. These are things that just happen in everyday life for me, and I'm sure with other people. We see other families that uh, go through some of these things, and I know a lot of other buddies and their families have gone through some injuries. And just being in uh, somewhat in the field, uh, being an EMT currently, I figured this was, this was something that uh, everybody could relate to and could get some inside information, and maybe we can limit the amount of injuries that we have. Maybe we can take some steps to help improve our bodies in a way to help us not get injured. If there's certain steps that we could take prior to doing some actions that would help prevent us from being you know, getting injured. Now, because of my calf, we've I've gotten a call again first thing in the morning, but on the way to that call, I actually sat there stretching out my calves in the back of the truck. So I started taking steps to help prevent more injuries prior to uh, doing whatever it is I need to do. So that's what led me into to coming up with our topic today. What, I, what we have here, I have uh, found an awesome physical therapist. Allison Tainsley is a doctor of physical therapy. Um, she, let's see, a little bit more about her. She went to, which <laughs> I kind of want to hide, I guess, or I don't want to advertise too much. But she went to, uh, she grew up in Illinois. Okay, she is a University of Illinois grad and uh, was an athletic trainer there at University of Illinois, and she cheers for the Chicago Bears. So I get all the negative news out first, I guess. Just kidding. <laughs> so being, being a Michigan State grad and uh, being from Minnesota, a Vikings fan, I'm still a little bitter from last week's game um, where the Chicago Bears beat up on my Minnesota Vikings. Anyway, though, so she has an extensive list of certifications, uh, being a doctor of uh, physical therapy. She's gone through several training, uh, a lot of training classes, a lot of things in that, uh, in that realm. Uh, avid sports fan, 
And so we're bringing her on today to maybe help us answer, understand a little bit more about physical therapy. Because my process of going through physical therapy, I started seeing patients and clients in there that didn't look like they were athletes, but still needed some physical therapy. So when I thought about physical therapy, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to see all these top-notch athletes running around, that kind of thing, and helping them out. That may not actually be the case. So what we'll do, we'll take a uh, short break. We'll go to a commercial break. When we return, we'll have Allison Tainsley, doctor of physical therapy, uh, have her on the air and ask her all these different questions that we have about physical therapy, what we can do to help our bodies, what we can do if we're injured to help get back and not be injured again, uh, preventative things, uh, see if physical therapy is for you, uh, see if it's for your children, see what, the, what, what steps we can take to uh, improve our, uh, our physical health. So after the break, we'll return with Allison. Uh, you're listening to Safety is Your First Choice on Voice America Radio on the Variety Channel. Uh, remember, all questions can be sent to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com, and we try to get those uh, questions answered. You can call in to the Variety Channel as well if you have some questions for Allison or myself, and we'll get those questions answered. Again, thank you, and uh, we'll be right back after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Experience the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation, Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. 
Welcome back. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties when uh, going to break. You know, that's uh, those things happen when you have live radio, right? So welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice on uh, Voice America Radio, the Variety Channel. And we have Safety is Your First Choice at gmail.com. Remember, any questions that you have, questions, concerns, comments, hey, shoot us an email. We've been getting a few of them, and uh, we'll, we'll get to those at the end of the show. Uh, today, as I mentioned before the break, we have Allison Tainsley here from uh, 360 Physical Therapy. She's a doctor of physical therapy. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I kind of preface this all by saying uh, University of Illinois grad and a Chicago Bears fan. What brought you from Illinois down to Arizona? So I wanted to get out of the cold weather. Um, I knew I wanted to be a PT. I knew I was going to PT school. And I told my family, I said, I'm going somewhere warm. And I stuck to that. And I've been in Arizona for 10 years now. Okay, very nice. Yeah. Well, now you said you knew you wanted to get into PT. What, uh, what drove you in that direction? So when I was really little, really, really little, I said, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a doctor. And I started playing sports at a young age. I played softball, basketball, volleyball growing up. And actually, sports was what got me into physical therapy. When I was about 12 years old, it, I said, you know what, I want to be a physical therapist. And I, I stuck with that throughout. I, uh, I shadowed at hospitals when I was in high school. I started oh. being a tech when I was in college and okay. worked for the University of Illinois football team. And I, I stuck with it. I, I saw that it was so much more than the sport aspect that I initially thought it was, um, but I've wanted to be a physical therapist since I was very young. Very nice. Okay. Well, yeah, that uh, well, that makes sense. You know, from like I'd mentioned, uh, you know, with physical therapy and and, and my major at Michigan State, the uh, just going through that those injuries and seeing those different things. That's kind of what led me to uh, studying kinesiology as well. Very nice. So. I, you've gotten, uh, you know, you have a resume here that shows the different things that you study. And uh, just taking a look at this, there's a few things I see in here that you're certified in dry needling. What is, what's dry needling? What does that mean? So dry needling is a Western medicine-based philosophy where we're using the same needle as an acupuncture needle. It is a different treatment than acupuncture. We're treating muscles, joints in the nervous system uh, to help alleviate pain. We do things for headaches, for joint mobility, um, oh. to help reduce numbness and tingling. So we utilize a dry needling literally from head to toe okay. um, for all types of conditions. Wow. Acupuncture style, style stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, utilizing this the same needle, um, we're going deeper into the muscle tissue than they go with acupuncture. And oh. acupuncture is a Eastern medicine-based philosophy where they are treating based on uh, meridians. Um, and, and we are treating just the area of injury. Okay. Uh, it's a Western medicine-based philosophy. Oh, well, very nice. And then one of these other things I see on here is you have experience in Graston technique? Am I saying that right? You are, yes. What's a, what's a Graston technique? So Graston is a type of myofascial tool um, where we're helping work into muscle tissue, whether it be uh, tight muscle tissue, whether it be trying to increase blood flow into an area. Um, it works deeper than our hands can. Uh, there are different types of tools within Graston that allow us to work multiple areas of the body uh, to create healing and reduce uh, pain, muscle tension, and create blood flow. Oh, well, geez. 
that sounds like that sounds like everything you need right there. <laughs> yes, it is very good for healing. Um, there are some types of the areas of the body that can be uh, a little bit sore, but most individuals find it a very comfortable technique as well. Okay, yeah. When I, you know, I, I go and get massages every once in a mm-hmm. while, and I like the deep tissue on. You know, it, it hurts, but then when you go back more frequently, it it doesn't really hurt anymore. You know, you work out some of those things. Is right. that similar then? Yes, absolutely. We're looking for that carryover and the and allows us to work deeper into that muscle tissue okay. uh, to really create some healing and break up some of those restrictions, okay. whether they be causing pain or be part of the injury itself. Okay. You know, um, it, it, when we're getting, there's a few other things here. I see spine care and, uh, and Bell's palsy, uh, TMJ, pediatric stuff. Now, I know my kids, they haven't played. I didn't allow them or they weren't able to play sports till they were a little bit older. What, what's the deal with the pediatrics and those kind of things? What, what other? Aspects? So what we'll see at an outpatient clinic for pediatrics, um, we will see individuals that maybe may be late developing for walking. Uh, we okay. will see kids that are toe walkers. Um, sometimes we'll see kids that have scoliosis, uh-huh. so the curvature in their spine. Uh, Uh, trying to prevent that from progressing as they age and grow. And then we will see some kids um, with sport injuries or just playing injuries, whether they were at the park and fell off a swing set and and broke a leg or injuries along that as well. Yeah, well, like I mentioned, I have three three kids, so... I know they get hurt, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I guess they never really thought about taking them to a physical therapist after once they were, you know, didn't have any pain or anything. I was like, okay, well, you're good to go. Kicked them back outside. Go get hurt again. No, right. That was totally good. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so there is, you know, this physical therapy is something that we should consider for, for children after injuries then. Is that something we have to wait for our doctors to tell us to do or how does that work? Well, we are a direct access profession, which okay. means you can come to see us without seeing a doctor first. Um, some insurances will cover that. Some okay. insurances will not. It does depend on the insurance. Okay. Um, but we got to consider that kids are still growing. So if they have an injury and they're walking different after the injury, that would be a time that, yes, it would be a good thing to see a professional and say, is there something they can change now? So as they grow, they don't continue to have these habits. Some injuries they're going to fully recover from and you might not need to go see someone. But if you're seeing changes in their habits or their posture or them compensating, Hmm. then it would be a benefit to go see a physical therapist. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that... uh I guess I really didn't realize that. So when, you know, I brought it up at the beginning of the show talking about uh, sports injuries um, and what's the specific role of physical therapy when dealing with sports injuries? So usually when they have a sports injury, they will have either an athletic trainer um, or some sort of coach parents saying, okay, let's go into the doctor. The doctor is usually the first one to recommend physical therapy. So we see all sorts of injuries. We will see individuals after an ankle sprain, a shoulder dislocation, uh, maybe elbow pain from throwing, um, to everything from somebody that would have an ACL repair, um, somebody that has back pain from a hard hit in football we see a variety so we are there to get them back to playing sports so we are there to make sure that their muscles are stronger to make sure that their joints are stable and to make sure that they're ready to perform at the level they were performing before okay you know i've (laughs) it's funny because i'll i'll get out of bed or something and i'm like okay well geez i can't 
I can't move, you know, and I'm not playing sports anymore. Uh, can physical therapy help with any of that that I have? Absolutely. I think a lot of people live with pain and think, oh, I should just have pain. Or some individuals get injured and think, well, this is just going to get better. And then they are, you know, six months, nine months later, and it's still not getting better. Anytime you have pain or injury, something in your body is telling you it doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And the sooner that you address that, um, the quicker your pain will go away and the better you can manage it moving forward as well. So we always promote individuals, you know, if something isn't feeling right, if you're having a consistent pain, there's going to be times where you wake up and your neck is stiff and a couple days later, you're good. But when you have that persistent pain, it's definitely something you want to address because something in your body is telling you we need to be fixed and we don't want to feel like this anymore. And physical therapy addresses, you know, all ages, aches, pains, injuries, surgeries as well. Okay. Yeah. You know, being, being an athlete and you'll see on the news or see wherever that, oh yeah, I played football and now they're not able to walk or they're going to wake up with pain. And so I guess in, in my mind it was, well, that's just what I got from playing football. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, and then some of the physical therapies that I've received has helped, uh, help manage that. Uh, I know that, uh, after, some injuries, I'll take, I, I, I take ibuprofen, some people take Tylenol, whatever the case may be, but you do that self-medicating kind of thing and, and try to avoid that. Um, is that an indicator that you might need to go get physical therapy if you've been taking some pain meds for an extended period of absolutely, time? Absolutely, absolutely. If you feel like you have to do that to get through your day, it is definitely, you know, physical therapy is a great conservative option. So you're using your own body, your own muscles to try to heal itself. And we're trying to get you back in a normal plane, normal motion of where your body wants to be. The ultimate goal is giving a patient tools so that they can help manage their symptoms on their own where they're not needing to rely on a physical therapist forever, but they have the tools to know what stretches, what exercise, how to sit at work for a long period of time, how to maintain a good standing posture as well. So there's so many tools that a physical therapist can give to help you manage your pain long term. Right. Okay. So you mentioned the period of time. So what's the average length of physical therapy? I mean, is it very based on injury, how long do I uh, anticipate going to physical therapy? It is definitely varied by injury. I would say if you come in, it's a, with a recent injury. Most individuals are seen twice a week for four to six weeks. Um, if you have a, a surgery, so if we have knee surgery, shoulder surgery, you can expect to be in therapy a little bit longer. Most of those individuals are eight to 12 weeks. Okay. Um, we see everyone with chronic pain as well. The longer you have the pain, it does take a little bit longer to get the pain under control Um, but most individuals are seen somewhere between two and three sessions a week um, for anywhere from that four to six week or eight to twelve week period okay well then yeah so then uh and i think you mentioned earlier then uh so common sports injuries ankles and knees Mm -hmm. and those average are the about the eight to twelve week from from injury and frequency going there 
Yes, definitely. If you're having, you know, a severe ankle sprain or meniscus tear, ACL tear, those are going to be ones that are longer therapy. Um, and ultimately, it's based on the goals that the patient has as well. Um, if they are an athlete that's trying to get back to more physical demanding, running, jumping, cutting that's required in sport, that does take longer. Those are in the later phases of physical okay. therapy uh, versus somebody that just wants to kind of get back to working. You know, they might have a desk job and wants to be able to go to work and be able to get dressed without pain and right. do the dishes and some of those things at home as well. Well, you know, with my uh, with my injury, I felt like uh, with a few weeks of physical therapy, it felt like, oh, well, you know, it was there. But then when I started to try, <laughs> try to go that little extra mile or that push off just a little bit harder, it was like, oh, wait, there is still something there. So I guess that's what you're referring to then. Yeah. And I think a lot of Individuals make the mistake of, well, early on you might not have pain, not have problem with just walking, standing, sleeping, and then all of a sudden you forget that you haven't done some of those high-level physically demanding things yet, mm -hmm. and those are the ones that require a little bit more uh, rehab. Okay, perfect. You know, I tell you what, I got this question here. When I go into, when I went into the physical therapy there, I, I had mentioned uh, earlier in the show that I saw, I was expecting to see a lot of athletes, younger people, that kind of thing. There was a lot of people in there that were uh, older, that, uh, you know, you know we're, so we're talking about young kids and sports injuries and, and, uh, and middle-aged people with injuries and work-related injuries, whatever. But I was seeing some retired folks and things of that nature, and the, the, the clinic was kind of filled with a lot of, a lot of elderly patients. After the break... Can, why don't you talk to us a little bit about that and uh, the significance of having physical therapy when you're in later ages? You, you stick around and help me with that? Will do. Okay. We're going to take another uh, commercial break real quick here. This is Safety is Your First Choice, uh, Voice America Radio on the Variety Channel. You can reach us at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending in those questions. We're more than happy to answer them, and we look forward to them. So stay tuned after the break with Allison Tainsley. <laughs> Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. 
It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with Todd Murray, your host. And I've got Allison Tainsley here, Doctor of Physical Therapy from 360 Physical Therapy here in, uh, in Arizona. We, uh, right before the break, we were talking about uh, a lot of the um, physical therapy issues related to sports injuries for kids and, and adults. Uh, getting out of the bed when, and you're feeling those little aches and pains. And is that something that you should get physical therapy for or should you just pop some more medicine you know um and uh right before the break we talked about coming back and and how when i went to physical therapy there were uh it just wasn't the clientele that i thought there would be uh, i guess it's i don't know if it's my ignorance or just not knowing i i didn't realize i just i just didn't didn't realize the type of clientele they come so allison uh What's the average? Well, first off, what's the average age of physical therapy uh, patients that you deal with? You know, that varies so greatly. Um, I have seen as young as a one-year-old. I have oh. seen as old as a 97-year-old. So okay. we really treat the gamut at our facility. I would say we have a good amount of sports injuries where we will see um, high school-aged, college-aged. Um, and then we get into probably the, the good variety is somewhere between, you know, your 30s and 60s with pain, whether it be you had a rotator cuff repair or back pain for a lot of years or neck pain a lot of years. Um, and then we have, you know, our older clientele, maybe they've, they're having a knee replacement or oh, okay. we treat individuals with Parkinson's or that have balance issues. So we're treating, you know, neurological conditions as well as orthopedic conditions. We are treating all ages as well. So you mentioned a neurological condition. Is that uh, well, I, when I think about physical therapy, I'm just thinking that, you know, okay, we're going to exercise this muscle and it's going to get strong and you're good there. So how does the neurological aspect, you said Parkinson's, how is that related to physical therapy and, and what kind of improvements can you get from that? Right. So we're looking at retraining the brain. So trying to break out of some of those movement patterns that that neurological condition might be causing the patient to be in. Uh, For instance, with Parkinson's, wanting to work into bigger movements, as well as working on their balance in their endurance, because different things like that are going to happen with that neurological condition. So we're building strength like a normal muscle, but we're also working on, on balance and motor control as well. Oh, okay. All right. So the uh, one of the other things that you know uh, we talk about on this show is that uh, we try to prevent we try to prevent um, injuries. We try to prevent different things. So the, get an expert on here and say, okay, what are the questions that we need to ask, or what is it that we need to do to help us keep safety uh, our first choice when doing things, when either sports. Uh, daily activity, work, whatever the case may be, I want to be able to do it in a safe manner. So what is, is physical therapy only for 
after injuries or when you're seeing pain or can I go see physical therapy, uh, physical therapist now when I'm not feeling any pain? You can actually always come see a physical therapist. We have some individuals that will go to different, you know, high schools, grade schools, and do some um, prevention things and screening for for young athletes. Um, and you don't even have to be an athlete to come see a physical therapist. Um, I've had individuals come in thinking of their profession. And one profession I think about, I had a dentist come in and be concerned about the posture that he was going to be in, as well as the use of his hands and arms and shoulders in some of those fine motor positions, his neck leaning over a patient, and the, what those positions are going to be like and how they're going to feel down the line. So we've gone through different retraining that you can do as far as correct postures, um, stretching techniques, and exercises that they could complete to help avoid getting an injury in the future. Oh, well, that uh, sounds like some ergonomic uh, body positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can analyze or t- uh, can can talk to a patient regarding those type of um movements or 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 such i guess absolutely and we can do a lot of positioning things if it's a computer positioning or making sure you're sitting in the right desk um you know if we have drivers that might drive cross country making sure that they have good back support and you know that their neck is supported when they're in those really long postures oh okay so being a firefighter and, and the amount of different positions and things that we have to go through i can i can see that so then so it's so I, it's easy for me to picture that with a physical therapy for the job that I do. But when we're talking about what about just everyday chores around the home, um, if you're doing repetitive movements or different things like that, can physical therapy help? teach how to do those correctly in a safer manner? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things people lack is lifting correctly. You know, we always go to lift the fastest way, the quickest way just to get something done and not necessarily the safest way for our backs. And so learning proper lifting techniques is really important. you know, vacuuming and mopping tend to be one of the biggest aggravating things for people that have pain, whether it be back pain or shoulder pain, because that repetitive twisting. So really teaching techniques on ways you can easily modify some of your chores at home to reduce some of the stress on your joints. Oh, so if uh, if you take some of these steps early, maybe you can prevent the shoulder injuries or knee replacements or, or at least push it back some? I don't know. Right. Yeah. And and unfortunately, we can't promise a a provision of a a knee replacement. But what we can give you is the tools to help your joints stay as strong as possible um, and help reduce some of those extra stressors that we put on with repetitive activity, with lifting, um, with, you know, sleeping in goofy postures for many, many years and what that does to us over time. You know, so many of the individuals we see are something that's happened over time. There's a lot of individuals that have pain that didn't have a specific injury, that didn't have a fall or didn't throw something wrong. It's just stuff that's gradually happened over time. And usually that's something of our habits. It's something that we're doing multiple times that's creating that. So if we can help people get out of some of those positions, it will help their pain in the future. Right. Okay. Well, I know I, like I said, I had mentioned before, I've had the, the couple of uh, knee surgeries and uh, I remember I, I thought that there was something wrong with my, my knee again. I thought, oh, go boy, I don't want to go to the doctor because they're going to have to do surgery again. And come to find out it was actually a tight muscle 
a deep one. It wasn't just a, it was a small, real deep muscle or something that was pulling on something a little <laughs> bit wrong, which gave, a, gave me a lot of pain. So I was afraid it was going to be a surgery, but I went and saw somebody and come to find out it was just a muscle and just a little bit of exercise took care of it. How, do you see that happen a lot with your patients at all? Absolutely. We have a lot of individuals that think, oh, oh no, I'm going to have to have surgery or, or, th- or surgery might be my only option. Uh-huh. And so many individuals do really well with physical therapy without having to go to those extra steps of going under the knife. You know, a lot of times it's dysfunction in a muscle or dysfunction in a joint that we can help with therapy to have to uh, avoid going down that surgery route. So could we consider you guys as a second opinion to somebody that wants to cut you know cut you open or go under the knife as you say? You know it, usually a lot of times individuals will um, you know physicians will say you know let's try therapy first which okay. it, which is great and and we always want to be the first place you go when you think of I have pain always start first always want to start with conservative measures like okay. I said we are a direct access profession so we we can help you and we can kind of look at that joint we can't fix everybody without surgery unfortunately right. but we are able to assess to see if physical therapy is appropriate for your injury and for so many individuals that have pain it is a really good option for okay oh that sounds awesome you know what is the most important recovery uh, when recovering from a sports injury what, what's the most important thing you want to do or say or what I don't know staying consistent with your program you know a lot of people get out of a routine you know they might come to therapy and work really hard when they're in there but we want to make sure that they're maintaining that outside of therapy as well and going through the steps of making sure that you're stretching before you go and and play a sport and a lot of people will just you know they hold a stretch for three seconds and they stretch quick and think that that was enough to to get back on the field and making sure that you're going through a proper warm-up that you're staying active in in off season or even if you're not an athlete staying active in your daily routine to make sure that your joints are staying healthy and that you're giving your muscles and joints what you need Okay. So we, I have, you know, as I mentioned, the three kids and they're, they're starting their different sports. Could my kids come, uh, bring them in to learn how to prepare or warm up properly for whatever sport it is? Because our sports right now, uh, they're young, so they're run by volunteer parents that may not be experts in certain field or whatever sport that they're dealing with. Is that something that they could, we could bring my kids in and they could learn how to warm up or prepare for a specific sport? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can give them a good set of, of tools, a good home program as far as appropriate stretches, appropriate ways to stretch, um, techniques when you are running, jumping. You know, if you're running, what's a good pattern? If you're jumping, what's a safe position to land in? Um, to make them more self aware of how they're moving rather than just kind of running as fast as possible or, right. or as hard as possible as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it never really even crossed my mind to, to be able to bring my kids in prior to starting a new sport, making sure that their function and body position is correct in performing that sport so that they hopefully reduce the amount of uh, injuries right. with that sport. So w- once a kid does get hurt, what's the first? What? So I see my kid, they're down. What is it I need to do first? What, what, what action should I take? So if it is a light injury, you definitely want to see a 
make sure that you're icing that night. Um, if you're seeing swelling, if that swelling is persisting and the pain is persisting into the next couple days, you definitely want to make sure that you follow up with a physical therapist or with your physician. Um, if they see something on the field where they're not able to bear weight into it, um, or if you look at something that doesn't look like it's sitting aligned correctly, you definitely want to make sure that you do go into an urgent care or emergency room to make sure that they do an x-ray just to make sure that there is no fracture. Um, once that x-ray is cleared, then you would go on to the next professionals of seeing a physical therapist um, to see, okay, do we need to stabilize the joint? Do we need to reduce some of the swelling? What are the next steps that we need to take? Okay. You know, um, there's that, I don't know if it's still age old adage or, you know, ice for the first 24 or something. And then after that, you're using heat. What's your, when I was in football, we hardly ever used heat. It was a lot of just ice, 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 everything kind of thing. What, uh, what is your suggestion there? Yeah. So after, you know, if you're having a sport injury and you're looking at something that's swollen and painful, ice is really good to help reduce the inflammation. Um, if you're looking at someone that's waking up every day with a stiff neck, an achy neck, or just kind of that nagging persistent pain, heat is really good to help kind of that nagging persistent pain to relax some of those muscles, reduce some of the muscle tension. And I always tell them kind of ice is more activity based. So if you were active, and you know, you walked a long time and you came home and your ankle sore, put some ice on to help reduce that inflammation that was created when you were active versus heat's going to help reduce some of that soreness, stiffness, pain that you feel. Okay. All right. So uh, injuries, swelling, and uh, my understanding is that uh, a lot of those strains or are, are small tears and muscle fibers, so they're kind of bleeding out a little bit, and that's where that swelling's coming from, kind of? I mean, is that a kind of a layperson's yeah. <laughs> explanation of a that. Absolutely. When you see something swollen, it's our body's way of trying to heal itself. So okay. blood rushes into that area to try to create healing. So we know that there's trauma underneath okay. and it's swollen to try to create healing. That's why the blood is rushing into that area. And then with that ice, it'll help slow that down to help it kind of coagulate or right because that that inflammation is ultimately what creates a lot of that discomfort so the okay. ice will help control the discomfort because it's controlling the amount of swelling oh okay well very nice very nice that makes uh, makes a lot of sense now that you put it that way right, right? okay um, so we have you know we've covered a lot of a lot of different areas there so having your children come in having them looked at uh, for just those common injuries um, having after sports injuries coming in and help prevent those. It sounds like physical therapy should be something, you know, you go to the dentist, you go to your doctor annually, you go to the dentist. Maybe it's going to the physical therapist is something that should be included in a, a regular routine. Is that, would you suggest that? Absolutely. You know, we make sure that our heart's doing what it's supposed to. Like you said, our dentist, we're making sure that our teeth are taken care of how they should. We want to do the same for our muscles and joints, and we don't want to get away from it. And it is always the sooner that you go in, the quicker you're going to heal and the better you're going to feel. So I can recommend don't wait. If something is happening, make sure that you seek a professional. There's a lot of individuals out there that can give you a lot of really good help. So I know the craze nowadays with, uh, with the gyms, going out to go work out. Hey, uh, this gym sent me a membership for $10 a month. Um, what do you think about seeing a physical therapist before going to the gym or right after a couple sessions or something like that? Yeah, there's a lot of people that have, you know, learned 
proper lifting as they've grown up. And there's a lot of people that haven't. And, you know, if you're going to the gym and you're going to do, you know, a walking routine, or maybe you're going to get in some classes and you might do water aerobics or, you know, a body pump class and you have someone there that can assist you. But when you're going in, I do not recommend just jumping on weights until you have a good background of what you're supposed to be doing and safe ways to to train yourself, Uh, especially if you've had an injury in the past or if you have any areas of pain, you definitely want to seek out some assistance, whether it be going to see a physical therapist first to make sure that you have proper lifting and you know that you're doing the right thing. Sometimes individuals go into the gym and they're only working the muscles, the big muscles, the ones that everybody can see. And we really want to make sure that they're working those small Mm. stabilizer muscles as well to avoid injury. So you can give a workout plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's, hey, Allison, I think you gave us some great information. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Again, thank you very much for your time. Uh, Glad you have it. Would you be happy to come back? Would you help us out and come back and answer some other questions maybe that we might have? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Okay, great, Allison. Well, well, thank you, Allison Tainsley. We're going to go to a break right now. Again, thank you, uh, Allison, from 360 Physical Therapy. She is a doctor of physical therapy. Uh, Great information, stuff that I think we all could use. Thank Appreciate you. it. Now to the break. Uh, safety is your first choice. Your host, Todd Murray. Uh, we'll be back after the break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to safety is your first choice to reach todd murray or his guest today feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to safety is your first choice at gmail.com now back to this week's show welcome back to the break 
from the break. We just uh, we just spoke with Allison Tinsley, doctor of physical therapy at 360 Physical Therapy. She gave us a lot of great information. You know, um, just listening to her and coming up with, uh, thinking about my family and the kids. Like I mentioned, you know, all three of my kids are in sports and they, and I, just by me playing sports, I always thought, well, you know, I, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And then studying kinesiology and just with my degree, uh, thinking I, I, I knew how to prepare them uh, for the variety of sports. As we were talking Allison, uh, with Allison, I was thinking about how my daughter, she, uh, she was also complaining earlier of uh, some shoulder discomfort, you know, from spiking so much. Uh, and I, I kind of briefly talked to her about some stretching things that she needed to do, and she needed to warm up a little bit more before starting the game. And just listening to Allison here, I'm thinking that the, the proper thing I should have done is taken her to a physical therapist and have, uh, have them just give her a quick, you know, 30-minute, 45-minute session and go through the proper stretching and uh, warm-up techniques uh, to, to make her a better volleyball player or to help her be the best volleyball player she can be. So likewise with my son who's starting soccer and my other son that's uh, playing uh, lacrosse. You know, that's some real valuable information. Now, so much, uh, so much we, we turn to uh, medicines and, and to, to alleviate our pain, taking pain meds. And you know, we all know about the op opioid epidemic that's going around. Um, it has been going around people turning to medications, doctors prescribing medications is the first thing. Oh, you've got some pain here. Take some meds here. Take some meds here. Um, Allison talked about the dry needling technique, uh, where they're going in there and helping those muscles with an acupuncture needle, going a little bit deeper into that muscle to be able to get that uh, healed up and fixed, clearing some blockages with that Graston technique. So, there are a variety of things you can do for, to, to get away from the medications, to start healing your body, start to fix your body after injuries or in the onset of some pain that does not include the use of medications. So I like to gear this show towards what we do before, thinking about safety before we do our certain actions. And that includes preparing ourselves for, for whatever sport we're doing, you know, so that we can do that sport in a safe manner. Uh, job function, a new job, starting a new routine on the job. Going to your physical therapist, say, hey, describe your job to the physical therapist. What kind of things can I do to prepare my body to be able to do this job on a regular basis? It's a repetitive motion. I don't want to create any carpal tunnel issues, uh, some, some joint issues, some shoulder issues. What kind of things can I do to help prepare my body to be ready to do the job that I'm going to be asked to do? Physical therapists can, uh, can help you with that. So, again, Allison uh, Tainsley from uh, 360 Physical Therapy. She's a doctor in physical therapy. We, uh, we appreciate you. And, again, thank you very much for coming uh, to the show today. Uh, last week, I got, I, got a, I got an email in from one of our uh, listeners. I talked, about, I, I talked about some swift water. Uh, if you fall into the water, if, uh, if you find yourself drifting down a stream, 
Uh, I had mentioned uh, last week that you know I've seen on the news for flooding that uh, people have gotten swept downstream and 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 not able to get out themselves out of the out of the water. Uh, I talked about positioning your head towards the shore, and there was some. Uh, uh, the, the listener sent in saying that uh, didn't quite understand what I was referring to. So, uh, in an attempt to help make that a little bit more clear, uh, consider yourself, um, I like to say, maybe a traffic barrier. That's something that we see all over the place, right? So, we're trying to narrow somebody down into a single lane. So, maybe you've got a, a three lane or a two lane road, you've got one lane filtered off, let's say you have the right lane closed, so you're going to use traffic barriers to push you to the left, okay? So position your body like you're a traffic barrier, pushing the water one way, and by doing that, you'll push your body the opposite direction, okay? So when I say that the head is pointing towards the shore that you would like to go to, the top of your head, have that top of your head in the same direction that you would like to go towards the shore that you would like to go. As that water hits the side of your body, it's gonna be diverted one way and your body will go the opposite direction. You're kind of being able to set yourself as a, as a kind of a wedge to create a, um, a faster way to get yourself over to the shore. You're gonna use that water force or water pressure to help you do that. Okay, so that's, that's just one thing that, uh, that we, uh, I wanted to get cleared up there. Um, again, when we, uh, when we talk about, uh, um, I have uh, eye safety, eye health, we talked about last week. One of the things that we need to make sure that we do is keep track of chemicals under your sink. Okay, chemicals in your sink, those are some of the common things that uh, kids get into, people get into, and splash those into their eyes. So we need to keep track of that uh, from last week's topic. So that's uh, thank you for listening to our show today. We had Allison Tainsley on, Doctor of Physical Therapy from 360 Physical Therapy, talking about how we can keep our bodies safe and healthy. All right, thank you again. You've been listening to Safety is Your First Choice with Todd Murray, your host. You can reach out to us at Safety is Your First Choice at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening and make this week a safe one. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in this week for Safety is Your First Choice. Be sure to join host Todd Murray again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, be safe.